welcome to I Love That, a Bachelor podcast. Because the unexamined life is not worth living. Uh, trigger warning, this episode is going to be using the term jack off a lot. And uh, I'm Dr. Wade. <laughs> I'm Dr. Zach. Yep, we're your doctors of brainology and depression. And I have a sneaking suspicion that this episode's going to get weird. And full of loathing and hate. Um, but you know what? We're all friends here. And that's why you guys listen, right? Yeah. yeah. So especially at this, uh, you know, we're, we're trimming off the fat. We've got it down to, we even got rid of some of the more dramatic guys in this episode. And uh, it's, it's a weird spot for us, I think, because we don't have 20 wild cards to talk shit about. Like, we're, we've, we've only got like one or two and they're getting... Well, yeah, side. and and the thing that I think bugs me the most, um, if I may just jump right the fuck into it, is the only person that I'm like, I love this love connection, and I feel like it's substantial is Greg. Same. And that's it. Yep. Like, I like Andrew S. He may get there. Well, okay, hold on. No, let me, let me, let me walk this back. The other love connection that we see that seems genuine and substantial, I fucking hate. And which is why I don't even include it into the real listing, and that's her and Blake. And it pisses me off. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate this guy, and I hate that they're finding love. You know what? She was never for me, bro. If this is what her trigger is, come on. <laughs> Maybe. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me, motherfucker? That guy hate that guy. Yeah. So my uh theory that I'll expand on later is I think this is all a long con. I think it's an ABC setup that Blake's inclusion at all is is actually it's all like part of the plan. Not because he's perfect for Katie, but because he would derail this season spectacularly. Do you think they told him about Connor B? No, he was there. I wonder if they're feeding him notes. They clearly favor him like. He's, the, he's yes. getting such good treatment. And I think it's suspicious because we all saw him on Tasha's season and we all see him in this season. Like they're not lingering on it and giving him a villain edit for the stupid shit he does and says, but it's all there to see. So I think it's like they're going to reveal. I think Blake's going to derail the show. I think he's a fuck boy. I think it's going <clears> to <throat> come too, and she's going to realize she kept him around and got rid of some great dudes and it's just going to break it. I'm going to. I'm going to do something as much as it uh, hurts me to do it. Um, that's whiskey Wade's drinking, in case anyone's wondering. And if you hear my glass clinking, it is also whiskey. We are in separate houses. The magic of the internet has put this together. Um, if you feel like you've known that we were not in the same room over the past year's worth of episodes, send us an email. And I love that bachelor at gmail.com. And put I'm gonna happy so. hour in the subject line. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you do, I'll, uh, I'll send you a naughty photo. It may be of me. It may be of someone else. I don't know. I guess I'll ask first just to be sure. But it will be hand delivered okay. in a parking garage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to do something that pains me. <laughs> I'm going to potentially compliment Blake's um, Blake as a person and 
I know. I you guys can't see his face. I I know, Wade. I I feel you. Ya. You said Blake is a person. <sighs> this better be good. Okay, so when uh, Caitlin comes by to talk about the um, week off whacking off, which you can't say whacking off on ABC, really. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I don't remember what he said, but Blake said something and he made everybody laugh. Everybody. And remind you, this is the week after everyone was like, dude, fuck Blake, dude. You can't come in late. This guy lands a fucking joke and everyone's like, bro, you're hilarious. So maybe if I knew the guy, I wouldn't fucking hate him so much. Yeah, I don't doubt that he's likable. <laughs> Just from where I'm sitting, I don't like him. But also, after watching this episode, I'm not sure how I feel about Katie. So there's there's something to unpack here. And yes, I cannot wait to get into that. Yeah, and sadly, Blake is somehow at the center of all of it, which is so weird because he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there when this season started, and now he's like... They, mu they must have said the nastiest shit to each other on Instagram, dude. Yeah, to keep her that interested. You know what I mean, dude? Yeah. He, she, he was probably like, Ugh, I don't know. I, you know what? I don't need to speculate into a kink. It's fine. No, we might as well because that's what this episode is all about. This is a perfect segue into uh, Tasha and uh, Caitlin visiting Katie. And Katie's like, go tell the dudes they're not allowed to jerk off anymore. Is the budget so low? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it, yeah, it just seems so odd. It's like for one, like if you're an adult, that's probably not an issue to just abstain for a couple of days. But that's beside the point. Of, of like kinks and consent and themes like this being so prevalent in the show that like doesn't if, if if this is a thing if this is and I think it is I think it's a weird kink thing that like ooh I don't want any of the boys to have relief I want them thinking about me and there were so many gross uncomfortable jokes like my portion and like was yeah. like secondhand embarrassed for the kind of like and it was to the extreme because of this you know week off whack off thing like that's an odd fucking thing to spring on. A, you know what I mean? Like if you're a dude that's still on the show, but you're not into kink communities and you're like, it's what, what yeah. the fuck? Like what? What are you telling me to do with my sex organs? Like, how dare you? I don't know. It, it felt fucking weird. It, it, it God. And, and furthermore, it, I don't want to think about this in my dating show yeah like who are you yeah. is this like empowerment or representation or like are we just being fucking juvenile like i want to see people I, find love i don't want to think about them jacking off like it's ugh. it yeah it feels like let's be edgy um you know and edging is a thing that people like as well mm -hmm. and i'd rather i'd rather not i'd you know i'd rather not be edged to completion um mm -hmm. so something like so I feel like, and this is, it was a great segue on your behalf because I feel like it must have come up that Katie likes a little, likes to be a little bit of a switch and wouldn't, you know, and likes to like, uh, you know, kind of command the room and then, 
and then let it let whatever happens afterwards. I, I don't know why I need to be so weird about it. I, I I don't know why kinks are so taboo to talk about. I feel like they shouldn't be. You know what I mean? I'm all, I'm fine if uh, if someone wants to like tie me up and then you know tease me and then it's like okay well that was fun let's move on but like i feel like katie must have said something to him and he was like yeah dude drip wax on me and like you know you know like all of this stuff and katie was like yeah and so my long roundabout thing here is is what if this was blake inspired because he was like it would torture me if i couldn't beat off to you Oh, because uh, he made it so apparent that this was an issue for him, that he jerks off even more on the weekends, and he's like a 12-year-old who just discovered what masturbating is and can't help himself. Like, that's that's what they made it seem like, that Blake is just this animal. And, I, like, it's again, a, I'm sure he's great at child. parties. I'm sure he's a fun bro. But, like... A, ch- Honestly, a child, a child. You don't need to jerk off more than once. We were all 13, and we're like, how many times can I do it in the shower? Yeah, but he um, seems like the kind of dude who would cancel plans. Yes, yes. And and as a doctor, um, it is, in fact, good for your prostate health to um, jerk off once a day. But you don't need to tell everybody about it, and it doesn't need to be a fucking thing. Okay, you know. J- go in and do your business. It's fine. I think what it was, health. it was it was the how jarring it was coming out of like Matt James's season and Tasha's season where we're like, oh, we have older, more mature people. And like this felt like a very unnecessary lowbrow thing to go for. And to my point, I'm so I'm so sorry to feel like an outraged prude. I'm sure the listeners have a very interesting time wondering, like, what is Wade going to take? <laughs> What's he going to draw a line in the sand on about this episode? And it's just what we do, man. It's just tact. It's like, I get it. I don't care. I don't care what your kink is or if you have a kink, but like read the room, you know, that poor Mike who is still on the show, that poor virgin has had to endure endure all of this, like, you know, sexualization and aggro shit and like, hey, grease up your bodies and like, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like outside his comfort zone. It's outside of everyone's comfort zone. This doesn't need to be on my dating show. That's for sure. And I'm going to leave it with. Kinks are fine. They are. Um, and if you want to talk about them, it should probably be on a show where you don't get censored for saying whacking off. There it is. Okay? It's fine. It's all good. Everyone likes what the fuck they like. It's okay, you know? And the thing... Oh God, the thing that pisses me off is... Is I feel like we wouldn't be having this conversation if it wasn't for fucking Blake, dude. Yeah, he really is at the center of everything that's turning this season against itself. It it drives me fucking crazy. And and my final thought on this whole jerking off thing. <sighs> Mike doesn't jerk off. He's not allowed to do that. Is that really... Did is they, that the did they say that? Is that? No, motherfucker, did, he said it, dude. He was like, it's not going to be a problem for me. I've been practicing my whole life with for this. Oh, and he, shit. when they were talking about whacking off, not sex, 
He hasn't jerked off, dude. This guy's going to get cancer. <laughs> hey, on a long enough timeline, every dude is going to get prostate cancer. You just got to live long <laughs> I, enough. <laughs> this guy's accelerating it, though. Like, honestly, at this point, start drinking and smoking cigarettes, man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, to, just to loosen some things up, hope for the best. Holy shit, man. Give it some options. This one's going straight to that spot in your ass. You know what? It's clearly it's something you and I do not understand, but just on a, on a psychological day to day level, that's uh that's monk like. Dude, the guy's a saint. He survived to thirty one, and it just hasn't come up. Or he, you know, he didn't get tired of wrecking his bed sheets mysteriously. Like, can you I don't imagine how much money that probably translates to in quarters <laughs> at the laundromat? Oh, God. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be some economic example of this. Like, have you never jerked off? Well, an average man gets a wet dream this many times. Like, it's just a waste of money at this point. <laughs> and over a lifetime, it's got to be Im immense, the cost. <laughs> I love... See, that, that's... I've an advanced degree in finance. <laughs> yeah. I claim to be a doctor. It's cuz of Blake that we're having this conversation that we're like at least 15 into the episode and we're talking about how jerking off or not jerking off was a theme of it. That's The Bachelor. Dude. Am I watching The Bachelorette here? What's going on? Okay, well on that topic, um I cannot wait for Fuckboy Island. You told me about this. This is a uh, Bachelor in Paradise sort of like it's a With similar a twist. kind of show but it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it's on HBO Max, so I hope there's cussing. Um hey, maybe there's maybe there's nudity. Well, it's all dudes and one chick. It's all but fair that game. That would that that would set the standard that we may get an all female cast later. Um, I just figured for how much I rage about ABC not showing full frontal nudity, I might as well acknowledge the possibility on well, HBO reality. I'll show. tell you what, dude, I will scream if they fucking blur out regular ass bikinis. But that show looks so deleterious, dude. It looks. It looks fucking delightful. It's like. I'm hoping to God, and I, I'm I'm really putting this show on a pedestal at this point. I'm hoping it's Love Island meets like the Circle meets the Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's like These a little bit of a game, shows. and like I I I can't wait for that, dude. When the premise is awesome. Out? Later this month. You know, it also comes out this month, and I wanted to bring this up. Look at me, dude. I'm killing it on the segues today. You're usually the segue guy. I'm the I'm the buffer bullshit segue. Um, and speaking of buffer bullshit... Wait, oh, no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no finish your thought. <laughs> um, Dune comes out this month. Oh, fuck yeah. We're going to the movie theaters, you and me. We're going to go, we're gonna go see it on IMAX. Okay. It's time. Yeah, we'll get Chipotle beforehand. We'll sneak yeah. a second Chipotle we can into the theater. We can even go to like an early daytime one, so there's less people. But <clears throat> you're the only person outside of maybe David that I was like, I want to see this in theaters, and I've been waiting for it. 
Oh my god, do you think I can be read Dune before it comes out? I'm gonna challenge myself. Go for it. Read the sequels um, too. No, fuck that. <laughs> I'll read the first. I'll read the first three sequels later. The rest of them aren't as good. Frank Herbert does a little bit of falling off, unfortunately. It's really hard. It's really difficult to complete sequels sometimes. Mm. The only the only book series that I've read that really nailed all of the sequels was the Expanse series, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. And uh, speaking of the Expanse, Katie expands her roster of frontrunners on this one-on-one -on -one date with Justin, getting a great reaction wow. from Zach that you, the listener, cannot see, but I wow. think I've done something special here. Why do the photos always? That. Why do the photos look like glamour shots? He's supposed to be a professional. It's ABC, but they always put the stupid, like, sparkly, glossy effect on it. And I, I get that they're doing it midday and not at a morning or sunset magic hour. But surely making them look like glamour shots isn't. Is, is this guy even a photographer? I I think I think so. I just help, Zach. Help. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. There, there, there's no help, Wade. We're, we're in it, baby. We're in the Matrix. And talking about the Matrix, um, did you know that there's a rumor going around that John Wick 4 is rumored to be tied to the same universe as Matrix 4? I've heard this rumor. Do you have any... I have nothing concrete. Nothing. I have just that. And you know what, dude? Truth be told... That's literally keeping me alive till next year. <laughs> I'm so happy. I mean, I really, I really enjoy doing this podcast with you, and you know, I hope you're, I hope you're doing all right. My I'm mental not, health is fine. I'm not going to cross any fine. professional boundaries on air, but that's great. Yeah, that's uh, movies. Yeah. The power of entertainment, you know. I mean, until they announced that, it's it was James Bond in November. You had me till then. That's a good one. Because been, <laughs> they've been postponing that for years. So if you were like on the fence about staying alive and you... That would be definitely... Hitched your wagon to the new James yeah. Bond movie. Which, by the way, we are also going to go see that in theaters. Sure. Um. Yeah. I can't wait. That was the best trailer they've ever had. Dude. Didn't it look amazing? Yeah, I'm stoked. They're due. They're they're due for a good one too, because I feel like that franchise kind of goes on and off with like great one, mediocre one. I don't know, man. I like Quantum of Solace. Look, we're gonna get to the fucking Bachelor and the solace that it takes to watch this show, but we need to get to the bottom. Look, Quantum of Solace was fine. I understand it happened during the fucking writer strike, but the reason why it's okay. Is so that woman soaked in oil. What an amazing shot that was! Just cinematically amazing, and, and a really second, nice, nice callback to one of the Connery Bonds. Yes, exactly. Um, and the other thing is that fucking scene at the opera house is so good. Did you? It's watch legitimately it awesome. No, no, dude, I, this is straight from memory. I love that scene too. <laughs> Just the idea of of world-ending spy shit happening in the rafters during an epic opera in somewhere seriously dude it's so it's, so it's awesome it's great it's awesome it's so cool you know what it and was they fucking, 
Go ahead. Yeah. They, uh, I, I don't know why, but for some reason that movie on average is much shorter than the average modern Bond film is. They're running at like oh, two, yes. two and a half hours these that days. That one's like one 120, was, right? Yeah, it, it was not 120, but it was like under two hours and it, it felt okay. that way. And I think that's what I like about it because there's a lot of sleepy moments in Bond movies because you're trying to do a two and a half hour thing and you... You let the dust settle too much. Like I didn't mind sure, that, that yeah, Quantum was kind of real action heavy. That's a good take, dude. Um, if any of you listeners out there um, who are into like just getting right into the action of stuff, I've been dying to get into right right into the action of the new Rick and Morty season, but I don't have a cable login. So if any of you guys have a cable login, um, you can send me an email with it at I love that bachelor at gmail.com. <laughs> Because I watched the first episode and I thought, nice, but they put the everything else behind the paywall and I don't want to, like, borrow it from some source. I would rather at least let them get some sort of royalty on it through someone's account. Is it not available just on AdultSwim.com? No. Really? It's it's behind a paywall, the other episodes. Everyone after the first one. Well, shit, we've been watching it. I don't know how. I'll ask. I'll ask my wife. Have you really? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I couldn't watch it. Great. All right. Well, sit tight, everybody. I'm looking it up. (laughs) Vamp, Wade, vamp. (laughs) I'll just cover Justin's date. It was uneventful. All it did was put him on the map. The photos look like glamour shots. They were stuffing cake in each other's mouths and making out. That felt like a kink thing. I'm not going to derail. Yeah, this is... Look, it's asking me. Sorry, sorry. It's asking me for U verse Cox, DirecTV, Dish, Spectrum. When I click to watch the second episode, and it has a key next to it. Then we're stealing from Shannon's dad. We'll talk off air. Yeah. Okay, cool. Great. Because I need that. I really want to watch them. No, I I hear you. Are they good? uh, Are the other episodes good? The first one was pretty good. I just, I know that we have so many goddamn listeners, and that if I say something one way or the other, I'm going to alienate them. So. Off air. Okay, fine. That's fine. Great. Um, all right. So yeah, yeah. Justin's date. Here's what I got down. Um, Justin and Katie date was lackluster. Like, okay. Justin kissed me on my neck. And like, it felt super like normal to be sung to only me and someone in a desert resort with film crews around. Look, I kiss my girlfriend on her neck. You know, because it's sweet. It it does show intimacy and it's nice. But. The wording, and I'm being nitpicky, (laughs) that it felt super normal. Nothing feels normal when you are at the uh, Hyatt Regency Tamayo Resort and Spa, okay, in New Mexico. With film crews around and people who have to be under strict COVID protocols in order to be around you. It doesn't feel normal. That never happens. A theory. <laughs> Interested? <laughs> I, no, I think uh, <laughs> pe- people sort of uh, fetishize the little things, the simple moments, the you know, the everyday kind of stuff. So I think it is a relief in some cases for the lead or the contestants to have things that don't feel as staged or stilted and. Sometimes those those slow dances for the week's featured musical guest are just that, where you're focused on something else, but your body language is doing the work. So something as simple as a spoon position and the kiss on the neck might 
I don't know. You know, you know what I mean? Like kissing Did you just during call a it spoon position. I standing spoon position <laughs> and a kiss on the deck. I don't know, man. It's just it's it's a little more natural than it, having a cocktail hour and discussion and making out on a couch. Like it's not a- fireworks. Absolutely. Like time to make out. Absolutely. Because you can't make out for Ab- the whole song. One hundred percent. Yes. Um, I skip any one of those things because and here's why. Um, you get the talking head of the guy, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, that was really special. It was really great." You get the talking head of the the the, the lead. Okay, guy or girl, and then the lead. It was really great. It felt this way. And I'm just like, plus 15 seconds, plus 15 seconds, plus 15 seconds. Okay, the song's over. I don't care. You know, you know, Wade, you know, you and me, we're in the music biz. Um, Every fucking Friday, I still listen to, like, every popular album that comes out. For the most part. If a song catches me, I'll listen to it. If not, I give every song, like, 30 seconds and I'll skip around. So, I don't give a shit about this band. Max, don't fucking care. Okay? That's an ad, and you're signed to some fucking label that's tied to Disney. I'm out. I don't care. If you were good, I'd have listened to it. I'd like to pile on this criticism of this, you know, up-and-comer. And and he he was lip-syncing hard. That whole performance was fake as shit. Do not buy this man's music. Don't give him the click. But dude, it felt normal, you know. Uh whatever. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to belabor my point. Normal for this show, things that yeah. surprise you, and they're like, "Oh, that wasn't weird as fuck." Like, I forgot about the cameras for five seconds. I'm looking for a husband in three weeks, and they're all still strangers, basically. You know what's crazy? And I had had this thought. Um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it to you on air, Wade. Please. Um, so I've been, uh, dating, uh, this, uh, woman for five, six weeks now. And literally, Wade, I'm like, is my life the bachelor? Because there's no way you could totally be like, oh my God, is this the one? In that short amount of time, I have seen a shitload of her. We've seen the shitload of each other in these five, six weeks. But it had me in a moment watching this episode go, well, Greg really like seems fucking genuine, man. When him and Katie were sitting down and I was like, this should feel weird that they're developing these feelings so fast and there's this connection. And then I, th- I was started thinking about my particular life, and I was like, dude, sometimes maybe you just develop a connection, and it's crazy. And that that was really cute when he went and sat down with her, and, you know, she was like, yeah, ask me anything. I'll give you full honesty, because he was like, I can't read you right now. And, she sa- and he asked, you know, like, where are you with me? And she's like, I'm falling for you. And that that nugget... Of a real love forming that felt genuine and substantial is, I guess, why I still watch this fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is about Greg. Maybe it's just the eyebrows or the face. Uh, My wife and I established that he seems kind, which is for some reason a rarity just because, you know, you get a lot of hunks and confident people who don't always seem to 
convey like comfort and safety and humility and like greg kind of does those things he feels sincere in a very normal kind of way i have something to tell you off air but i think people are evil generally pieces of shit i do not think everyone is good but if you're a listener of this show you must be good because why would you suffer through it we're not talking to the listeners literally this is other 99 percent. you know what let's tell them wade let's tell them the reason why we started this podcast is we would fucking sit down every goddamn tuesday at work and fucking talk about it and we were like maybe we should talk about it on air so that's what this is this isn't for you it's for me and wade wade and i rather (laughs) but it's also for you there's not enough judgment in this world people who do talk about this show and i've listened to many of their podcasts they pull their punches they're really nice about it i understand not alienating people i know the internet's a terrible place do I stand by everything I've said on this show? I'm a terrible person, so... <laughs> I fit right into this place. It's just the weirdness of it. I think that's what fascinated me in the first place, was how can people even pretend any of this is normal? It's uncanny. And seeing them try, and then seeing it happen four or five seasons, and seeing the patterns and the types of person we get, and... The behind the scenes, you know, whatever the a- ABC so, so, puppet strings. It's it's a wild thing. No, yeah, absolutely. From a like, and this is how I explain it to people. They're like, "Oh, why do you watch it?" And I'm like, "The fuck you mean? What do I watch it? This is literally me getting a slice into the weirdest psychological experiment on fucking television." Because the other reality shows, um, they know like it, it's it's not the same. It's a little bit different. This one in particular has this weird, like, meta multi-layered fucking puppetry that happens that's insane to me. Whereas 90 Day Fiance, it is psychologically fucking captivating to watch. But there's no manipulation. So we get these extra layers in this show because it's on ABC, because it's on a major network, and that's that's what kind of brings me in. But... I have to ask you, you didn't start watching these other reality TV shows until after The Bachelor, right? Correct. So. It was a gateway drug. I was just going to call it a gateway (laughs) drug. (laughs) Um... You know, but but do, do you know what I mean? Like that, like that's why I watch this shit because it literally is this weird psychological experiment where you watch these people and try to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a fun way to just keep a pulse on, I don't know, American media, the state of the humanity, the world. That's why we approach this as doctors. Because exactly. those other shows you talk about, like a 90 Day Fiance or even uh, you know Housewives of whatever town, they kind of know what they are. They're a slightly shittier class of reality show that knows it's not for everyone. Like they really, yeah. they really lean into how trashy or like, are you the one? It's just, we want these people to be real drunk and dysfunctional. Whereas the bachelor posits itself as this kind of prestige triumph of the human spirit reality show like survivor used to. It's, it's this, yeah. this major network sort of prestige reality show thing, which is why it's so fun to see them try to dabble in like, I don't know, kinks 
or Black Lives Matter, you know, shit that they can't. Shit that ABC has yeah. no fucking clue how to navigate or talk about or stand on the right side of. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great take, dude, because they do have to navigate. Because they're on ABC, they have to navigate these insanely public and popular things that are happening. So it does give you this weird pulse on society. But it's it's also interesting because the show's so old that they had to start breaking it anyway. You know, like with the Ari stuff. Yeah. I would even consider Yeah, you came that. in right when they started breaking that shit, dude. And it's crazy. Yeah. So then they broke the show. Then they had to adjust, address these like social grievances and <clears throat> be responsible in their messaging. And it's hilarious. They fucking suck at it. And you know who fucking sucks at stuff is all of those dudes on that throwing shade uh, group date. No one threw shade. There were like two or three quips at Hunter, and I was expecting some fucking roasting. I love a good roast. Were um, they were they like very clear with that? Because I thought uh, I got the impression they they kept saying like debate, and I'm like, is this you're arguing your merits or like is it a debate or a roast? Because it's like I'm good I'm or you suck, and I don't think I'm, anyone knew what the game was. I'm glad you brought this up because to the I had this thought, and the thought was to the viewer. It was about throwing shade, but the language used in show, the diegetic noise in show was, uh, it's a debate, <laughs> but they sold it to me as throwing shade. So I was expecting throwing shade and like, of course, Greg wrote a poem. Good for him. There was zero shade thrown. Hunter gets thrown under the bus. Thank God. Fuck him. Hey, he dropped the L bomb. In front of the other guys. Idiot. Not to say Hunter had all of the hate coming, but that's one of those things that like, it reminds me of Luke P, you know, on a group date uh, yeah. saying, I love yeah. you. And it's like, that's just, good. of course you're going to piss off the other guys. Well, you know, with Hunter going home, you know what that means, right? You know who he's a prime candidate for. What, trying to re boy's, reunite with that his boy's gonna, kids? That he's not no, allowed he's to gonna, see anymore because of the addiction? He's going to be in paradise. Is he? Is he on the cast he's, list? Like, I've looked at it, but no, I forgot. No, 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 I don't think so. No, no, no. That, so, well, the cast list I sent you was just the... that That's the opening cast list. Right. So, there's still... So, it's, no, it's nobody that... Yeah, that's, that's still nobody that got sent home from this one. But <clears throat> I, I, I'll bet you $20 right now, if you want it, that he's going to be in paradise. I don't like gambling. <laughs> fair enough, dude. I'll buy you Chipotle if he's not. Part of me does. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, all right. There we go. There we go. I don't like gambling, yeah, right. but yeah, loser buys You'll Chipotle. Trade a Chipotle buy. Sure, sure. It's different. It's ethical. It is a little bit different. I haven't had Chipotle since we had it, actually. Nice. Um, okay, so uh, do you have anything to say about the shade date? Just that my takeaway was they didn't establish it properly. And 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 if they wanted it to be a roast, I've seen that before, where the dudes kind of pick on each other for this dude wears weird hats or like this guy is always talking about this. And there was like a there was a fun everyone wins kind of way to do this. This was not it. But yeah, they didn't establish shit. And then they were like, no, we wanted you to be mean to each other. <laughs> and then everyone ganged up on Hunter. And I was like, what was the point of the game just to 
make them be mean and cause drama like i don't i don't know like at least let them go rock climbing or like race each other i don't know like something fun like yeah that make it a competition to, yeah yeah just like t- p- yeah. targeting each other like that felt fucked up no i i agree um so whatever dude there's no way they they would be able to fucking do a roast right it's fine, you know. Leave leave the roast to the real roast masters. I don't need that. Um, also, like the minute they started talking about Hunter as a super fan of the show and all of this shit. Oh yeah. You know, I was like, okay, you're done, dude. You're done. Oh no. So I'm gonna let you guys behind the the microphone here a little bit. I'm a little high. Um, the thing that I had initially wanted to go into on that saying was Elon Gale is the guy who um, his last time producing The Bachelor and The Bachelorette or any of those was Ari's season, I believe. And that season was fucking great at the end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he was the lead producer on that. And like countless Bachelor people love him and all of that shit that he does. He's directly involved in this fuckboy island thing. So I have really high hopes for it because of that. Um wanted to get that out there it's a fun parallel that uh he went from re season to this show called fuck boy island where they're not even <laughs> mincing about it it's the opposite of the bachelor but it's also what the bachelor actually is as a franchise yes You've, you're setting up this heteronormative power dynamic between a lead and the people competing for them in which case most of the time you get a total fair uh pick to bang three of them Oh, wow. When you watch like Ari and Peter's <laughs> season, you really get a sense that that's ultimately what it was about. It's like, which three do I want to bang? <clears throat> yep. Yep. Which is 100 100%. 100%. Like, so, Ari, Ari you know picked what, a it, wife. He picked the wrong wife. But that's what this show is. And they're they're trying to. Uh, sorry. It's weird classing up trash. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I guess the next big major thing here is the whole Connor thing. Yes. Rest in peace, man. How do you feel about Connor's abrupt departure? Here's what I liked about it. Connor said, I know where this is going. It's okay. Class. Let it out. Dude, fucking class, dude. I was like, good for fucking you, dude. Your mental health top notch and your empathy levels top notch dude good for fucking you i'd like to jump in here and say emotional intelligence people are like is that a thing yes here is an example of it connor instead of projecting his insecurities or defending her decision he just shuts up listens and tells her it's okay to say what you want to say and then he'll fucking deal with it it's so i was like yeah dude nice because you know in those breakup situations someone's always like no 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 no, let me finish let me finish you know and and what i imagine got edited out for him crying in the van was him going is it okay if i tell you how i feel about this and katie going yes of course that doesn't make good tv but if i was a betting man based on what i saw between based on katie going to Greg, open book. I'll tell you anything. Just ask. 
I feel like she has emotional intelligence. As much as I hate the whole Blake thing, I think she has emotional intelligence. And I have a feeling that she would offer that to Connor based on the fact that Connor said, I know where this is going. It's okay. Get it out. You need to get it out. It's fine. I'll, I'll survive. You'll survive. It's going to be okay. I love that guy. And uh, <clears throat> if it all works out my way, I'm going to create some sort of teacher circle to share ideas. And I'm going to get this motherfucker in there, dude. And then I'm going to be like, hey, bro. So, like, did that happen exactly as I had said on... You know, episode seven of my podcast, season or whatever. <laughs> I'm all about the long con, Wade. And then if he is listening right now, whenever this is, and I say I'm all about the long con, I am. But I appreciate the conversation that we had, and I would hope that at a certain point I had told you exactly what I had meant and meant to say the whole time. And uh, if you're listening, I, I dig your too many buttons undone situation. It's like... There are too many buttons undone, and everyone knows it, but we all just kind of have to deal with it. And that's that's a move that I respect. I'm, I'm really glad you brought this up. And here's why. So he was consistently that guy. And I fucking respect it. Because, wow. You got it, bro. And you're like a great dude who's a math teacher. My God, you're the whole package. Yeah. But as a doctor, what I wonder is, is that him overcompensating for being a bad kisser or not knowing how to build sexual tension in a relationship where you're not allowed to have sex yet? I see. Sort of uh, displaying an aptitude for sexiness yes. without having yes. to do it or be it. Exactly. Possibly. Yeah, I don't I know. I get what you mean, I mean like, just dressing like a magician, you know? It's like, oh, this is like a virgin's idea of, like, what's a sexy peacock of a man. Yeah, so it's just an interesting thought that I had had. And um, I've already talked to him about this, because he's listening to it now, in a few years from now. I've been watching a lot of Dragon Ball Z. They do a lot of timey-wimey shit. Mm. There you go. Um, But he went home, and he's sad. Um... And that after, sucks. Uh, yes, and right oh, after right. that, right after that, the ABC <clears throat> producers give that jack-off addict Blake a boombox to play that stupid song that that band whose name I already forgot played for them on their one-on-one date. And he, he pulled a Say Anything outside her window with the boombox. And I just... Fuck that. How many expletives did you edit out of that paragraph you just wrote? You you had written earlier. So many. <laughs> I feel like I can sense when you're like editing it live. Because I know you're reading something that you uh-huh. wrote. And I feel like there's this auto edit going on in your head. It saved time. <laughs> and I think, you know, I got my expletive at the end there. You know how I feel. Yes. Yes. I know how we feel. But that, yeah, like what? What? He didn't make that decision, and, like, we all liked Connor. Like, we don't... I felt, yeah, man. I felt like, really offended at that. I Like, I, like Louis C.K. invited me back to his hotel room to party, and he just started jacking off in front of me <laughs> without even giving me a heads up or anything. It's like... 
Uh, I'm processing well, the loss of Connor, and you fucking put Blake in front of me. <laughs> I yeah. thought we were gonna hang out. I respected. Yeah. I respected. And we the got man's comedy. <laughs> Sorry. And and we got the um the ever famous extra edit of making out in a different location, uh, but against the wall. With Blake and Katie, which happens at least once a season. Yeah, and it's always at the end of the night when everyone's drunk and horny, so they really yeah. get into it. Which is, again, why I think it's like ABC picked him and they're pushing this Blake thing. Because, like, come totally, on. Totally, dude, totally. You're going you're gonna to set him up with a drunk Katie right after Connor left when she's, like, vulnerable and weak and we all know she's kind of into you. Like, that's that's really tipping the scales. Yes. Yes, I don't like it. Me no likey. Yeah, but I genuinely At do. All. I genuinely do believe that he is like the the ringer of it all. Somehow irresistible to Katie for weird kink reasons we don't understand, but nowhere near. Clearly, nowhere near being ready for marriage or, I don't know, taking life or himself seriously. Like this dude isn't. <laughs> he can't win I don't even care about winning I just I don't get it and now I'm spiraling yes I hate it yeah I mean you saw me spiral via text message today and I I hate it oh that that was it yeah we've got time left so you're turning on Katie I'm questioning her judgment which I know is a real slippery slope I think the power might be going to her head a bit in that Ari way where you're like, I'm queen of the castle. I'm cock of the walk and these people are here for me. And that's what the show is. That's the game everyone signed up for. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we always thought of Katie as like an underdog who got it and would be above it. So I just, whatever, I'm not, not calling it. I'm not turning on her. I just... Why is she keeping Blake around, man? I don't... It's... She likes Blake. I think that's literally just it, dude. She has to like him. I'm trying to think of a comparable deal breaker where it's like, oh, I get this person and like them, except they, you know, eat cats or something. And it's like, wait a minute, that, you know, like that one red flag thing that's enough to make you be like, I don't know if I was right about you at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. Whatever, we're in it now. You know, I'm sorry to not have a good segue. Like, literally, it's <laughs> oh, like, no, I have nothing else. Thank you for cutting so me off. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I think that, like, based on the teasers, that, like, it looks like Greg, some shit goes down. Like, what if he goes home? What if he gets tired of the game? What if Michael misses his kids and leaves? And then... Fucking Blake, yeah, Blake, Blake is there, up. but he's like, duh, actually, I'm a child. And like, what, you know, I I think Blake's going to blow up in her face. So then what? So then what? She questions Greg and then Greg makes a grand gesture of love and. It ends happily ever after. After, of course, we shatter Mike, who somehow makes it the, the very end of hometowns. Mm hmm. <laughs> 
who literally is only there because ABC is like, we need a virgin until the last like three or four episodes. Yeah, a demo, the viewership you get when you have a virgin on. It's crazy. Yeah, you need a Christian. You need like a, like a Christian who doesn't jerk off. Yeah. <clears throat> so going home, James, Hunter, Trey, Aaron, and Connor B. There were six. All the drama. Right? Six or seven? All six the drama's seven. gone. Yeah, seven left, five sent home. That's including Connor. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um. You know, Blake's... It, uh, or not Blake, sorry. <laughs> Fucker Blake. Um, Hunter. A lot shorter than I thought. Did you get his actual height? Yeah, they. Uh, I don't think I've seen him in a wide shot next to the other guys during a ceremony, but way shorter than I expected. How tall was he? Do you know? I don't know exactly how tall he is. Just way shorter than whoever, whatever multiple dudes he's yeah. standing next to. Yeah, he's got to be short as shit for sure. Um, That's the last so thing you, I wanted to say about this episode. So yeah, yeah, same. Um, Honestly, uh, if you've made it this far... <clears throat> I feel like I should tell you that I thought this episode was going to suck because there wasn't really much anything to talk about. We dragged 15 minutes into this, and um, there's a lot of good stuff. And if you want to know more, and if you want to find out why Edward James Olmos is the best fucking character actor to ever, ever grace our screens, let's talk about Battlestar Galactica, baby. Do they ever find Earth? I don't know. Find out next week on I Love That Bachelor when the Z Fighters decide to check out that brainology and depression. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.